We are just constantly being, hey, can I grab your attention? If you grew up in a in a world where your parents followed you around and is whenever you had a thought to your own, they said, hey, listen to this or or watch this video or, you know, look at this picture. By default, that system is saying, don't think for yourself. So the, the virtual world is just saying to us, don't think for yourself. Don't ever do any thinking on your own. It's like a parent following around a kid and saying, oh, hey, look at this magazine article. Consciousness. The notion of the self. Personality structure. Transactional analysis. Symbiosis. Zen Buddhism. Teacher-student. Relationships. Training yourself in how to think. To subvert is to undermine the existing system of inscribed power and authority. What's happening in the digital space? The virtual world. Much of us live in a hyper-stimulated present where language itself has become the info currency in the sequence of corporate capitalism. The injunction of the virtual world is... The gatekeepers of our speech and written word are global tech monopolies. We cannot transcend or go beyond our lack through craving. What are we going to do? How are we going to live our life? The subversive therapist is about what the virtual world is doing to us and what we can do about it. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. So I was going to do this whole episode on uh, the Panopticon, which other people have probably made this uh, comparison between a prison where one guard can see everybody in the prison through a central tower kind of thing, and the virtual world being like where uh, both the inmates and the warden, you know, like watching each other, surveilling each other, but who cares about that? Anyways, I might still do that episode, but it occurred to me I should uh, talk about the parent adult child, because if you don't understand that, then (laughs) unfortunately my argument doesn't make any sense at all. It's like I have... uh, you know, kind of schizophrenia <laughs> happening, which isn't out of the realm of possibility. But so here's the thing: the whole the whole argument of the book is that what we're doing in terms of being on, you know, the smartphone, the laptop, whatever, the gaming, is we're writing code to the machine. We're telling the machine, "Hey, do this, do this, do this, do this." But we don't realize that the machine is also telling us to do certain things and be in certain ways and to, you know, so like forgetting all your phone numbers is, is, is a kind of stupid, kind of trivial example. But like the, I remember in 2000, let's call it 12 or something, when people started thanking the world for wishing them happy birthday on their birthday. You know, it's kind of weird to have the whole world <laughs> be wishing you. <laughs> Maybe this is just because I have kids, but like, <laughs> everyone in the world is going to tell you happy birthday. That's the, I mean, in Facebook's perfect world, that's what would happen. But so I remember this transition where all of a sudden everybody was, you know, saying thank you to all the members of their community, you know, on, on the Facebook wall. 
And I was like, that's never, that's never happened before where you just got everybody, you know, Facebook's got 2 billion people. Now, you've managed to really program people in a subtle way because nobody told them each person to thank, you know, the 20 or 40 or 100 friends that said happy birthday. And I had way more followers than that on Facebook, I swear. So anyway, instead, what we need to do is talk about power. I mean, that's the, that's the issue. That's that there's a, there's a voice in our head that tells us what we should be doing, how we should be living. This is the parent state. It tends to be analytical. It tends to be moralizing. Like, think of COVID. Like, you should wear a mask, or you should get vaccinated, or you shouldn't get vaccinated. It's like everybody wants to tell you their own personal choice about their health status. I mean, this is the this is the expert society that I'm that I'm uh, convinced is what's going on is we're all becoming these little managers and like let me tell you all about me. Okay. So, this is parent ego state is our culture that is externally programmed into us. On the individual level, it's a synthesis of your parents, so if it's a mom or dad or mom or mom, you know, parent figures, so it could be grandma, but like who who told you what to do when you were a little kid? That's the, the, the parent ego state in a sense. Um, but it's this power and control that you have over people's choices. That's what being a parent is. It's like I can, I got to give him prescribed, you know, limits in terms of his behavior. And that's, I mean, and I don't have a prescription pad, so I'm not good with uh, these things. Anyway, maybe this is the direction for series two. I get real sentimental. But if the parent is the power, you know, then the adult is possibility. So it's like, what's actually happening right now? You know, I've got a beverage next to me. There's a desk made out of wood. Two lamps turned on. Okay, so these are things really happening right now. But if you're inside your head, the possibility of any of those things coming into your conscious awareness it goes way down. So this adult state is mindful, present in the moment, and you're processing data objectively. That's the adult state. It's possibility for choices. If I'm in, stuck in my head, very few choices I have in terms of what I'm going to do next in the world, in reality. I mean, it's a the adult state is about reality testing. So if you've ever gone a few days without sleeping, taking different psychedelic drugs, you know that sometimes it's hard to differentiate what's happening inside and outside. And that's basically uh, the adult state. I, I mean, more simple terms, it's like when you're thinking with your heart versus you know, your brain or your crotch, stomach. It's a different kind of uh, 
responsible decision. I mean, this is a incredible, incredible thing about kids is how much information they can learn. You know, in this, I mean, from one of my friends would say, birth to three, you learn half the things you know your whole life. I mean, because they're able to pay attention and be mindful of what's happening uh, because they don't they don't know any different. It's not until you're conditioned in the culture. But so that's the adult state. If this if parent is this like moralizing, you know, your arms are crossed, your brow is furrowed. The adult state is just like Winnie the Pooh, you know. My friend in college, we used to drink heavy amounts together, Jack Daniels. He had uh, the book, The Tao of Pooh. It was basically an explanation of the Taoist way, teaching it with Winnie the Pooh and the characters. and So that was kind of my introduction to Taoism through Jack Daniels. And I can't remember the point of that story, but Winnie the Pooh, he's chill. He's, uh, you know, cooler than the other side of the pillow, is what I would say. And then that leaves us with the child state. This is, unlike the parent state, is copied. You know, we, we still got our parents inside our head for some reason. Like, we, it's all there. The child state is internally created, so it's actually virtual. <laughs> this is the weirdest. It's not real. It's something you made up in your head. Uh, so that's the child state. It's all these memories and identities and blah, 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 like our, our internal conditioning that when we saw our parents leave or they fought or this person was drunk or that person was this, we created a story about that that was related to a separate person or an ego. And so that sort of thing that we create, we, we carry it around like a boulder. We were pushing it up the hill constantly. But it turns out it's, it's uh, just one state of mind. Uh, and it, the reason why people don't, um, I shouldn't say don't, but have a hard time engaging with the, the child ego state energy is it, I think it physiologically, it tends to feel different, which makes sense to me because, uh, you know, when kids are only a year old, sometimes their heart rate's like 125 beats per minute. And so you can imagine if you're a little kid and you created an internal programming, uh, that would just feel like normal to have your heart beating that fast and that's what you see with little kids they're like walking around all chill and their heart rate is like it's amazing but so the child ego state it, it feels more potent and it's got um it's got a, a kind of almost like an activation to it but you can take that to such an extreme that people you know dissociate and pass out anyways the point of this is to explain the child ego state this is how we connect I mean, this is, that's what I learned from my, my Zen teacher. Is that the, the human brain is wired to connect with other social beings. I mean, that's in our biology. And so the, 
the child state is that we influence people, we express ourselves in a way um, to get, is what transactional analysis calls strokes. You get affirmed, you get validated. And, uh, yeah, what else can I say about the, uh, the child state? I mean, it's, it's kind of uh, like the parent ego state is either, you're either critical or you're nurturing. So, you know, it can be that kind of almost violent voice against you, but it's also kind of your grandmother's voice. Like you can hear that in the nurturing side of it. So similarly with the child ego state, it's kind of two sides, like, because a kid is two-sided, like they can act real charming and sweet, uh, but they're trying to play you, to manipulate you. That's the adapted child. I mean, I used to uh, lock my mom and brother out of the house when I was very young. Uh, so the subversiveness, that uh, that's at that's that's the core, so to speak, as I abuse the microphone here. So you can you can be manipulative, you can be deceptive. That's that's one side of the of the child state of you, and this is a state you know that's really shaped by four, five, six years old. Typically, not always, but like um, that's where you get spontaneity. I mean, that's where your dreams, your ideas. Your, it's a, you know, it's like what Freud called the unconscious was like just this laboratory that's always running, that's always creating stories. The problem is we think the stories are actually real um they're they're real in a sense that you really did make them up but that's that's all they are so the child state is much more akin to play um that's what you did for most of your life in the beginning um but it's intuition so it's it's common sense is the child state and I thought about this a lot when I, I read this boring book by Eric Larson. Um, it's a, it was about artificial intelligence and how they can't actually think like us um, because they don't have intuition or just common sense about the world because the world is always changing and it's always contextualized. So artificial intelligence will never think like us because we actually already have a virtual world which is that little kid inside your head um so the big the big irony is that computers will never think like human beings i mean this is his argument it's just like a tough read for me um but a computer doesn't know common sense because it's always changing it's, it has to be relying on what's programmed externally into it and so common sense would be a statement like the box is in the pen without any context of that you're at first thinking box like from amazon uh and then pen is in something you hold in your hand but if somebody's talking to you and they said you know i put the box in the pen they're probably talking about animals in a pen and that it was a, you know, a regular sized box versus a computer would think um, I'm actually trying to put a box inside of a writing utensil. Like, no, that's common sense. This is just one example that Larson gives. Or another one is uh, there's like, there's a boy sitting in the or there's a dog sitting in the window. He stared at it. 
he wants it. Like you assume he wants the dog, but a computer reads that as, does he want the window or does he want the dog? And obviously we know that a dog would be sitting in a window and a computer just runs on ones and zeros. Uh, it doesn't make any sense of that. So my big issue with the virtual world is that we're by default not utilizing those intuitive virtual basically parts of uh, the psyche because everything is just given to us. It's just whatever I want I get, which means I don't have to think for myself. I don't have to remember phone numbers, but it's almost, I was thinking about this the other night. The relationship between the mother and the infant is like the relationship between us, the user, and the virtual world. So it'd be like if we were a little kid and every time we would go to like brush our teeth and then the parents said hey come and look at this advertisement it's like in the Truman Show the movie's like hey look at this advertisement or hey do you want to sign up for this credit card like while they're putting on their shoes we're just like hey do you want to sign up for a credit card you know it's a picture like a two three-year-old kid and they're about they're like hey I want to read this book and we say no 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 watch this video of a shark eating a person's uh, surfboard and then, uh, you know, whatever. It's like we're just constantly being, hey, can I grab your attention? And so like, if you grew up in a in a world where your parents followed you around and is whenever you had a thought to your own, they said, hey, listen to this or, or watch this video or, you know, look at this picture. By default, that system is saying, don't think for yourself. So the, the virtual world is just saying to us, don't think for yourself. Don't ever do any thinking on your own. It's like a parent following around a kid and saying, oh, hey, look at this this magazine article. Look at this. <laughs> you know, I can't, I, I don't know why I can't think of any examples right now. But I think it's funny without even having saying it out loud. <laughs> is that that's actually what this relationship is like. And we think we're free. Is that, oh, yeah, I get to go on my, for me, it's a Dell laptop, uh, Core i5, I don't know, it's a high, it's like a, it's like a, the Corvette of 2010 laptops. But we've been mediated in such a way that, that, that we actually want to be a part of that world. I do, or I'll speak for myself. Podcast is, I, I don't know. For some reason, I want to be involved in this virtual space, even though at the end of the day, what's happening on here is I'm talking to a computer and not even really talking because I'm writing something, just writing a code. So if that's not a downer, wait until uh, next week's podcast, <laughs> which I don't know when next week would actually be. Um... Or maybe I should circle back. Okay, I talked about the parent, adult, and child. So if we tie a ribbon around it, the you know the parent and the adult, that's that's big tech with the power for the possibility of the different choices we have. So they control the choice we have based on what we want. Uh, that leaves us in this real potent child ego state energy. 
So like, and people need just, you know, they want to up the ante on that. So then first you're watching a video of, um, you know, a shark in the wild. And then you're watching a video of a guy getting decapitated and then a right wing. You know, I think there probably is some escalation to the, to some of the, the video watching and things, but it's like, I don't know. I lost the I lost the thread on that. Which me, which to me says I just need to drink more uh, when I'm doing these podcasts. That's obviously the issue. Oh, I know what I'm saying. The if if the virtual world is the power and the possibility, you know, for our if if the virtual world, you know, has the power to control the possible choices we have to select from that leaves us in terms of completing a person or personality structure is we're just in the child state, specifically this adapted part that wants, wants for itself. Um, And you just can't, uh, well, what I should say is there's a kind of loving relationship to it, but it leaves us completely passive and conformist. That's basically Byung-Chul Han's argument is uh, that the frames of reference are really controlled. And I mean, people just understand this intuitively because of how quickly people get canceled and, and different things online. You have to be within a certain window of the the narrative the acceptable kind of narrative i think i'm i've lost uh, the edge which is good because this is 20 minutes so that's what i got uh for this episode tune in next time